All right, welcome back to a bonus episode of the Presidio Perspective. I'm here with Steve Welty, CEO of Good Life Property Management, real estate extraordinaire, property manager, guru. Uh, you know, we talked a lot with Steve about how to avoid the missteps and, and being a landlord, what you have on the horizon. But I just want to talk a little bit about how do investors make money investing or potentially make money investing in single family residence as, a, a, as an investment for rental properties. Yeah, so investors have this dialed in and they look at four things, but I want to bring it down to very simple buckets because uh, the everyday landlord, the mom pod landlord struggles with this. And the conversation I have a lot is, hey, I'm losing money on this property. It's not cash flowing. And I say, okay, let's look at it. So the first bucket is appreciation or mm -hmm. growth, right? And this is something that uh, people don't, they like know it happens, but they don't consider it. For instance, I had a call the other day where the guy's like, hey, I'm losing money on this property. And I'm like, if it's you know, on planet Earth, it's not losing money, right? It, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. get, you're getting at least, you know, 10, 15 percent uh, return last year, 20 percent appreciation. Yeah. And so that's money you can access through refinancing. That's appreciation you're making on, you know, just the cash you put into. So, you're right. not, you know, it's leverage appreciation, which is great. So you're making, you know, 10 percent on the whole shebang. Yeah. Versus just your your uh, down payment. So that's yeah, the if you first put 20 percent down. Right. And you make and you make 10%, you actually make 40%. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot was, of people don't realize that with, it's, the, it's with important. the leverage. Yeah. No, it's important. And that was the big ahas when I first got into real estate, started reading some of those books and whatnot. Um, the second is the most common one. It's the cash flow. And this is where people struggle in San Diego. They come to me with questions like, hey, Steve, I'm breaking even. And they're like all down and slowly. I'm like, that's not a bad place to be, breaking even. Like I used to, I sent a letter out to my clients one time a number of years ago. Like if you could make $1 a month on a property, how many would you buy? Like not net, but on cash flow. Like, yeah. like if it paid for itself, yeah. you know, because then you have these other buckets that we'll get into, but that's, that's a cash flow bucket. Yeah. Gotcha. So the third bucket is uh, debt pay down. And this is what I like to also tie into cash flow. So a certain percentage, and people know this, but they just don't tie it in, uh, of your mortgage goes to principal. So on an average mortgage, let's say five, six hundred thousand, you know, it's a thousand bucks a month, depending on where you are in your depreciation schedule, twelve hundred dollars a month um, goes, you know, you, you should count that towards it basically goes in the bank. Like you said, it goes kind of to EBITDA, right? Yeah. I mean, that you've, you talk a lot about how landlords, the number one mistake they have is not running it like a business. Well, when you run a business, one of your key metrics that we all focus on is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation and amortization. Right. And so and so when you're renting real estate, right, you're going to be focused not just what you rent it for. Right. But after expenses, how much are you making right after you? Uh, and, then, and then so that's what you're earning, because if you just look at cash flow, well, yeah, you have some interest expense and we should mm -hmm. factor that in. But what about the amortization? And that's the debt pay down. How yeah. much money is actually going to your balance sheet? Yeah. You know, I'm paying this $2,500 mortgage payment, you know, that's offsetting my rent. Well, maybe $1,000 of that is actually going to you through the form of debt pay down. Right? Yeah. Increasing your net worth. Yeah, exactly. And as a percentage, taking that number over 12 months, right? Say I put $200,000 down and I was paying $1,000, you know, towards towards uh, my, my principal or the, the renter was, right? That's $12,000 over $200,000 of down payment. That's a 6% return. Right, that a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm a 0% cash flow. No, you're 6% positive. Right. Right. And I'm just throwing some random numbers. Obviously, you'd spreadsheet this all out, but I mean, that's how we kind of look at it. So you're like, okay, my growth is, you know, maybe only 4%. Levered, you know, is that right. and it's 16. Mm -hmm. My cash flow is zero. 
Well, does that mean that you also are making five or six percent in debt pay down? Exactly. The rate of returns start getting pretty compelling. Exactly, because that that rental payment, let's say it's twelve hundred dollars, is basically banking equity in your property. Correct. Right. So that's right. why I talk about one dollar. The thing breaks even. You're still making money. Yeah. And then the fourth one is one of the biggest. It's the tax advantages, and depreciation is the one that most people hear about, but they don't really understand. And so when you live in your home, you can't take this deduction, but when you rent your home, you can take depreciation. Yeah. And so on a five hundred thousand dollar house. Uh, you, you take the, the cost of the, let's say it's a $700,000 house because you can't depreciate the land. Basically, the government says after 27 and a half years, your house will be rubble. Yeah. But that's not true, no. right? It's a phantom Especially expense. Especially not if they hire you. Right, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully not. And so you divide it by 27, take the cost of the house, divide it by 27 and a half years, and let's say a $700,000 house, which is 500 for the sticks and bricks and 200 for the land. It's about 18 grand. Yeah, 18 grand. And so if you're in a 40% tax bracket, that's what, what was 6,000, 5,000 roughly. Yeah. Uh, Seven. Seven, yeah. seven. Okay, thank you, math guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seven thousand. Yeah. Uh, you know, in cash. Yeah. That's cash money. Yeah. And there is depreciation recapture, and but there's different strategies at, on the back end. But um, but that that's that. The other thing with like management fees and people look at it, they say, okay, well, I don't know if I can afford a manager. It's like, well, when you're running your calculations, take forty percent off my management fee because it's a deductible it's a tax expense. Yeah. Exactly. And your trip to come look at the property every year, your travel expenses if you live out of state. Um, you know, your counting, all that stuff, uh, it's a business. And so now you have a business where you can funnel some expenses through. Yeah, yeah, so. no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you gotta run it like a business and those four drivers and, you know, our brains really don't pick that stuff up. And I mean, I know the conversations that you're having and how easy it is for us to kind of look at something that we perceive to be a problem, but we always have a saying here at Presidio, it's just math, right? It's not an opinion. So, you know, you get the math together and you really make sure you understand what you're investing in. But through those four ways, you know, it really is important because whatever your concern is about the future, you know, you have to kind of put it, well, there's four different ways that we're getting paid that are going to be impacted during different markets at different times, right? Definitely. You talk about cash flow markets versus growth markets too. It's going to help you. What type of property are you looking for, right? When you go into single, if you look at these four components, are you in a high tax bracket or a low tax bracket? Right, that's going to kind of factor in some of these decisions. Right. You know, are you are you worried about taking on debt? Well, understand how that debt works, how it gets paid down by your tenants, and how that actually leverages your growth, right, on that property, or perhaps allows you to buy a bigger property with more appreciation or multiple properties. Mm -hmm. Or, I'm looking for cash flow. Right, I'm not looking for growth. I don't have a high tax bracket. You know, I'm really looking just to. And that's going to say, okay, well, maybe I'm looking for a smaller unit size somewhere in the Midwest, right? And maybe getting multiples of those. So, right. right. Smart. Yeah. yeah. Important to consider. Yeah. Get those goals together. Well, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, man. It's always good to talk with you. Yeah, brother. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Quick bonus episode of the Presidio Perspective. We'll see you next time. <laughs>